Hi folks, welcome to Deep Dive Radio. I'm your host, Alan James. This show is dedicated to revealing the truth that lies beneath the surface. Are you ready for the truth? Then join me now for another exciting episode of Deep Dive Radio. Good morning, Alan James here for Deep Dive Radio. It's Sunday and it's March 3rd, 2024. Today's episode, episode 57, is called, What Are They Hiding? All right, so what what am I talking about? What are they hiding? Well, by the way, what happened here is the experts, doctors, journalists, scientists from all over the world, number crunchers from all over the globe, came together to tell their story of how they were censored from showing their findings during the COVID pandemic. And that was at a Senate hearing uh, led by Senator Johnson from Wisconsin. He's like the only one that's saying anything. Um, anyway, you think that this uh, would be a big event and be uh, would be broadcast over the news media, uh, every station, every legacy media throughout the world. But sadly, but sadly, it was not. But thanks to Dell Bigtree and the High Wire, this broadcast can be seen worldwide. But again, will it be shown on legacy media? No. The answer is no. This is why I do what I do. This is why I do this podcast. That's why Dell does his his show. Um, together, we're going to get the word out. Many other podcasters are doing the same. Look, at our government has been, obviously, has been taken over by Marxists. And they want to discard our Constitution and turn the people into slaves. They've killed many, many people from their actions during the so-called pandemic. And they're continuing to kill with their lies and their propaganda. I feel it's my duty to get the word out while I still can. It's important for you, the people, to know the real truth, not the junk they're giving you on mainstream media, not the junk your government's giving you. Okay? Those are all lies. I told you over and over again in every every show, stop turning on your stupid TV. Okay? It's brainwashing you. Anyway, this meeting was four hours long, and every bit of it should be heard by every American and every person on the planet. Why? Because it exposes everything they did, and it also tells you what they could have done and what these experts, these doctors, these scientists were trying to do and were held back from doing it. They were censored. They were vilified. Many of them lost their licenses for this corrupt crap. Okay? I have a 10-minute cliff note version of this session here. But you want if you want to see the whole thing, again, it's four hours long. Just do it. You can go to, um, you can see it at www.thehighwire.com to hear it in its entirety. Um, and I'll play that clip for you. It's a 10-minute clip. I'll play that for you right after the break. Stick around. Hey folks, we at Deep Dive Radio, we take pride in giving you the truth every Sunday. So if you like hearing the truth, then please consider going to our website and helping us out with the production costs here, because a lot goes into making a program like this. It's not just uh, plug in a mic and let's get going. There's a lot of things that happen, a lot of equipment, a lot of editing, a lot of all kinds, a lot of lot of, okay? So if you can be a recurring donor, that's awesome. If you can't do that, one-time payment is fine. Whatever it is you can afford, 
going to be much appreciated, okay? Whether it's a dollar or a hundred dollars, it's all going to help. So head on over to deepdiveradio.com and push that donate button right now. Thank you very much. All right, folks, I'm back. And as promised, I've got that clip for you with Dell Big Tree and the High Wire, where we have Senator Johnson and the roundtable of experts from all over the world testifying about what happened during the COVID era. Uh, we have journalists, we have scientists, we have doctors, we have uh, all, all kinds of experts, number crunchers. We have all kinds of people. So I get that for you right here. Take a listen. Many have paid a heavy price for exercising their right to free speech, to offer a different perspective, a perspective that was not allowed. I believe the growing corruption of science, scientific research, medical journals, federal health agencies, and as a result, the practice of medicine has been exposed in the failed response to the pandemic. Every single institution dedicated to public truth-seeking is under simultaneous attack. They are all in a state of collapse. These are the worst of times for the media in this country. We live in the age of information warfare. The media is collaborating with government agencies and operatives to censor and shape the information battlefield. The suppression of knowledge of the industry's reckless involvement in the Wuhan leak is an obvious cover-up. We have proof of that cover-up from the FOIA documents involving Fauci, Collins, Jeremy Ferrara, and others. It is nearly impossible to publish data that goes against the national public health narrative. The censorship we've endured, the gaslighting, the silencing, is unconstitutional. People say that there is nothing in the Constitution that accounts for a pandemic. Oh yes, there is. It's called the Ninth Amendment. And what does that Ninth Amendment say? The enumeration of the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by whom? The people. You need two things for a totalitarian system. On the one hand, you need an elite which excessively and relentlessly uses propaganda to, to keep control over the population. And then you need a part of the population, 20 to 30 percent usually, to go along in that, in that propaganda and to buy fanatically into, uh, into the narrative. When the news is poisoned, so is democracy, because we've stopped debating about what's right, and instead we waste our time arguing about what's true. The betrayal of the public trust during the COVID pandemic could never have happened if many of the leaders we elected had not long ago abandoned rational thinking and succumb to fear-based propaganda tactics requiring us to give up the natural right to autonomy for an illusion of safety. In uh, 2020, uh, we published with uh, colleagues of my department our uh, fantastic experience <clears throat> with the combination of hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin. With, uh, we had the lowest mortality in all the Paris area and the lowest in France. Just like uh, Didier Raoult in Marseille. So as a reward, also, I was fired from my position of uh, head of the infectious disease department of my hospital, position which I occupied for 26 years. Today, there have been 420 controlled trials studying hydroxychloroquine in, in COVID. With ivermectin, there have been 100 controlled trials with over 125,000 patients. All show large magnitude, statistically significant benefits in all important outcomes. Yet, in this country, 
Ivermectin is considered an ineffective horse dewormer and hydroxychloroquine, the drug of fringe, quack, right-wing anti-vaxxers. Drug safety and ingredient transparency are inherently nonpartisan, but both the Trump and the Biden White Houses have called for transparency on COVID shots. The question is, why do we even need to ask for it? How can ethical physicians and pharmacists continue to administer and promote these injections without a full disclosure of what the ingredients are? Standard operating procedures for analysis of safety signals emergent from VAERS when utilized reveal causal links between the COVID-19 injectable products and the adverse events investigated. Standard operating procedures are not being followed by the owners of the data, namely CDC, HHS, and FDA, and this equates to hiding the millions of people reporting not only adverse events, but injuries. Vaccine victims have been blamed, shamed, and betrayed over the years by doctors and scientists, paid by federal agencies and industries, and by some members of Congress, with political operatives and corporate media to silence anyone who criticizes vaccine science policy and law so the truth can be hidden and public conversations about vaccine risks and failures can be shut down. Today, everybody knows somebody who was healthy, got vaccinated, and was never healthy again. If each of these potential injuries is rare, is it still rare when you add them all together? Take the Moderna vaccine, for example. In the standard three-shot regimen, based on this study, a person is increasing their risk of brain and spinal swelling by 378% with the first shot. They're also adding a 348% risk of myocarditis with that same first shot a 610% increase of myocarditis for the second shot, and another 201% increased risk of myocarditis for the third shot. What we all now know is that vaccine injury isn't happening. That's a lie. It is. And we all have a threshold, and we should figure out what that threshold is because millions of children are being injured all around the world. When I do the analysis, I see that for every one child that is saved uh, from death, from COVID-19, there are 30 deaths, 30 child deaths associated with the COVID-19 vaccine. So the risk to benefit ratio in, in terms of mortality is 30 to one. We've been tracking excess deaths, disabilities and injuries across the globe. The total excess deaths since the rollout of the vaccine in the US, including 21, 22 and 23, is approximately 1.1 million. 194 members of the World Health Organization agreed to move quickly on a treaty in the event the WHO decides to declare a pandemic. Experts believe the WHO could then, in practice, impose lockdowns, enforce medical interventions, and dictate medical protocols. This doctrine is totalitarian by design, and we have to oppose it. It is a blank check to literally violate bodily autonomy of every human being and humiliate people on a global scale. COVID should have been a time where humanity joined forces together and doctors needed to come together. It's a shame that it didn't happen. This should not be political. Science is a story that evolves. Skepticism, challenging the current state of knowledge, having an open mind must be allowed if we have any hope of moving science forward. What I saw this pandemic was not science. Most every other country is letting this happen. But where goes America, so goes the world. You have a unique role in setting the moral tone 
for Western democracies. When the Founding Fathers put freedom of speech first, it was not by chance, it was by design. We are once again watching the lights of freedom. They're going out here and all over the world. And it is up to us to determine if they will be lit again, ever. The solution will revolve around each and every citizen taking their own personal power back within their own home, becoming ethical, becoming moral. You can't farm lions, only lambs. Those who remain dedicated to the values of the West must fight this battle courageously. And we must win. For if we do not stem the tide, the result will be a dark age that differs from prior dark ages only in the power and sophistication of the coercive instruments wielded by those who will rule us. We must honestly and relentlessly pursue the truth. I am grateful to today's participants and to all those who are fiercely doing just that. All right, I'm back. After listening to these experts, guys, I hope you now understand the depths of the deception and the corruption of our government and the crimes they committed against you. They are, as we speak, doubling down on their lies and deception, even though they know the truth. They know what the truth is. They know they're harming you. But they'll continue to kill the naive and the unsuspecting Americans and people all around the world. If we keep letting them, we must act. We must wake up. We must open our eyes. Stop believing propaganda you're hearing on the mainstream media. All right, that's all the time I have today, folks. Thanks for joining me on Deep Dive Radio. We'll see you every Sunday, 10 a.m. So, ciao bella.